0: And welcome to the Undead Wookiee Podcast, episode 92. And we have got a creature feature double bill. We are talking them from 1954 and the Black Scorpion from 1957. The Undead Wookiee is a fortnightly-ish podcast focusing on horror and sci-fi. But there will be times where we dip into other genres. Because here at the Undead Wookiee, our nerdiness knows no bounds. Hello and welcome back. I am your host as always, Hugh Lloyd. And like I said at the start, we've got a creature feature double bill. Now, before I introduce my incredible co-host on this episode, let's check out the trailers for Them and the Black Scorpion. I tell you, gentlemen, science has agreed that unless something is done and done quickly, man as the dominant species of life on Earth will be extinct within a year. stampede before this living inferno. Vast area devastated by appalling
1: new horror. A creature named the Black Scorpion by panic-stricken people of San Lorenzo. Entire population prays for deliverance. For miles
2: around, cowboys came upon one dead steer after another. One of them had heard the tale of the demon bull of the Maricopa, having lost family or friends. Something absolutely unknown he could be in another world.
0: Nation's leaders confer as news received a possible threat to capital. This is a city of four million people. If word of these leaks out, the panic of the population could be
1: worse than the scorpions. The black scorpion destroys communications. (laughs) Hundreds annihilated.
0: And we are back. Ladies and gentlemen, and of course, I am joined by the one, the only, the magnificent, Mr. Peter Nielsen. How the devil
1: are you, sir? Well, that's quite the introduction there. It is. Peter the Magnificent. <laughs> I could live with that for a little bit. So, thank you. I'm doing just fine. It's Friday evening, yes. and uh, I have coffee, and uh, we watch two very, very cool movies. We did. So, uh, so uh, yes, I'm doing dandy.
0: You could almost say we had a science fiction double feature.
1: Ah, I see what you did there. See what there. I did there. See what I yeah, did there. should I put lipstick on or <laughs> with a hey. with background?
0: Oh. <coughs> Black and white.
1: Oh, oh no ass.
0: Man, honestly... I got to say, because I hadn't seen one of the films that we were uh, that we're talking about tonight, um, and it was, it was it was great, it was great. We're going to get into it properly in a minute, but thank mm-hmm. you for recommending it, um, because this evening we're going to be talking uh, Black Scorpion uh, from yep. 1957, and mm-hmm. then we're going to be talking Them from 1954. Yep. Um, So, first up, we're going to talk Black Scorpion. And like I said, I hadn't seen this before.
1: so Which kind of, in a sense, blew me away, because you you usually have seen uh, a lot of these uh, creature-feature creepy-crawling movies. Yeah,
0: yeah. This one, I kind of like sort of just... just, I don't know how. I have no (laughs) idea, because watching it and then remembering, you know, and then seeing certain (laughs) close-ups... Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of, I it kind of jogged me. You know, I I kind of recognized it, but for whatever yeah. reason, I hadn't actually seen this one.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, the close-ups are. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll get into that, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's, I mean, it's it's what's on the front of the DVD cover and uh, the I think the VHS way back in the time, uh, and certainly the, the. Uh, the theater poster, I think. The movie yes. poster. Yes. So that's, that's the... And I'm fairly sure that scorpions don't look like that close up. Because um, what is that snaggletooth yeah. thingy on the <laughs> side?
0: <laughs> and all the saliva.
1: Yes, I wrote that down on the back. Drooling scorpion exclamation Yeah. point.
0: Yeah which is just and right
1: and write about that uh, uh, over that i wrote squeaking scorpion yes. <laughs> question mark because you see and i know we're jumping over just just this small scene where they they cut this i don't know prehistoric amber thing yeah. open and there's a scorpion inside alive yes and it's squeaking
0: yes sort of almost like a guinea pig
1: yes <laughs> and i'm not a zoologist here but i am pretty sure. And I mean, I have seen scorpions. I've never heard one squeak. No. I've certainly not seen them drool. No. Oh, no. And I don't, and although I haven't been all that close up, well, not in real life anyway, to a scorpion. Yeah. I have seen photos of them and sh- footage of them. And they don't really have teeth like that. No. Do they? I don't think no. so. I don't think so somehow. but But that's Basically, all I have against this movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, and Juanito, but I, apart from that.
0: How would you, Peter, uh, describe the plot? <laughs>
1: um, let's see. We are in Mexico. Yes. And there is an earthquake, which in, which causes a volcano to erupt. Yeah. And open up kind of a fissure or. Cave yeah. or something where, yeah. apparently, giant scorpions have been living for a very long time. Yes, so they kind of emerge and wreak havoc. Yeah, yeah.
0: I think that's fair. I think that's a yeah, that's, that's a
1: good start. <laughs>
0: that's yeah, perfect.
1: Um, Even though the villagers think it's a demon bull.
0: Yes, I mean, <laughs> I got to be honest. If you if you know, you got up close, mind you, when you saw that face, you wouldn't quite know what it is.
1: No. You wouldn't say, oh, that's a scorpion. No. No. You'd see it's a dueling snaggle tooth <laughs> staring. And it and the eyes look all watery all the time. So yeah. it looks like it's crying. Maybe yes. it is. I don't know. But Perhaps it's it, in pain yeah. because of the
0: snaggle tooth.
1: Yes. See oh see that's what it is. It's impacted. It needed some kind of dentistry. Yeah. <laughs> But all joking aside, these scorpions, when you see the the miniature shot of them. Yes. With the stop motion effects. It is really, really, really effective.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that is the one thing that really struck me about this. Um, I mean, this was directed by Edward Ludwig. Um, yep. It was written by Robert Please and David Duncan. It starred Richard Denning.
1: Uh, yes.
0: Great actor. Great, and, and, great character actor,
1: and the lovely Mara Corday.
0: Yes, indeed. Uh, uh, Carlos Rivas, which
1: yes, uh, we've established that both of us has a connection to yes, him. Yes, we do. <laughs> Offline, we don't want to get into it right now. But uh, yes,
0: and uh, Mario Navarro was in this as well. Um, oh yeah, yeah.
1: That's that's uh, that's issue number two I have with this movie. <laughs> I can't stand Juanito. I'm sorry. He's just a little kid, but oh my god!
0: Yeah, I think I got to be honest with you. I would have left Juanito down in the cave,
1: yes. with the scorpions, or
0: used him as some kind of distraction.
1: Yeah, because he's told several times, just stay there, Juanito. Yes. Oh yes, I will. Yeah, and uh, well, then again, he is a kid, and kids don't really they tend to not do what they're told
0: well there is that and then there's just taking the piss then isn't there really
1: there is yes <laughs> so I mean I'm sure I don't really know what he what he has been up to I didn't check up on what he did before but he's a, he's a little bit too much
0: yes yeah um, I mean he sort of carried on acting up until about 1965 um, he was in Geronimo um, okay. when he was uh, older um, he was in uh, the Magnificent Seven. He had a small role in that.
1: Um,
0: oh boy! Yeah, he was boy with O'Reilly uh, <laughs> in that one.
1: Oh yes, I think I read that. Where <laughs> boy with O'Reilly? So didn't really get a lot of starring roles.
0: Uh, no, no. He and
1: I mean, I've seen child actors who are—how <sighs> should I put this nicely? way better than this kid.
0: <laughs> yes. I think it's fair to say that this... this. How, how, what, I think he's probably there because he was cheap. Um yeah. <laughs> Probably. But, um, yeah, he, he is very, very... He's very distracting.
1: Yeah. Grinding is a good word. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm not, and I'm not putting it, him down as such, but it, it's... He, he, basically, he didn't really need to be there.
0: No, no, he didn't no, bring anything.
1: Other, other, to, other than to be an annoyance and to be chased by a giant spider.
0: Yes. Now, this bad boy also has a, another famous name attached to it. A legendary name in stop-motion animation. Um, mm. A certain Willis O'Brien.
1: Yep. He was kind of like the overseer. He wasn't really... Uh, all, all the hands-on stuff, but he was—he was there, and he was the uh, kind of—I uh, don't know—he was—he was kind of the boss of the special effects in this one. Yeah, help build stuff and, and and all that. And uh, if people think Willis O'Brien, where have I heard that? Well, let me mention just a couple. Uh, Mighty Joe Young, he worked on that one. He did. He worked on *The Lost World*. He worked. He worked on "It's a Mad, 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 Mad World." I think that's a lot.
0: that's a lot of mads.
1: The, yeah, I think it's uh, the proper amount of mads. <laughs> but most importantly, he worked on one of my all-time favorite movies from 1933
0: called "King Kong." Never heard of it.
2: And
3: that's
1: where we part ways.
0: <laughs> <Click>. <laughs> Good night. Yeah.
1: I'll get and my coat. I think actually a lot of uh, what I've read about it uh, stuff that because they're in King Kong. If people don't know, there is a legendary, uh, lost scene called the spider pit scene. Yeah. Which I think, well, they have it in the the new one that uh, Peter Jackson did. Yes. Uh, but it's, I don't think it didn't really work in the old one in 1933. So they scrapped it, but apparently things survived from that scene. And, uh, and uh, there's a creature down in the caverns that kind of looks like a big worm with. Uh, it's tentacles. like a centipede, isn't it? Centipede, yeah, weird stuff. And apparently that's from the lost spider pit scene. I'm not sure, but uh, yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, the, the one thing that this film has above all, you know, you know, you think about some of the low budget creature features that are made. Mm-hmm. Do you, you know? Do you know? You think you look, think back, and you look at some of Roger Corman's out um, oh, wow. And, you know, as much as fun as those films are, some of those effects on that budget. Um, yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. But but in this one, apart from the close ups, though. Yes. The effects in this one are really, they are effective to be like a oh. play on words. Effective effects. Because they look... When you see them from afar, well, maybe if, if, if you take away the kind of like the shadowy uh, silhouetted figure that walks through town later on. Yeah. But when you see them walking over the mountainside or when they attack the poor people working on the telephone lines. Yes. They look real. That is. They a- look like friggin'
0: scorpions. That is a brutal <clears throat> scene. Br- oh, think about it. Scene. This
1: whole movie is, from from 1957, this is a brutal movie.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, that that the telephone scene, um, the setup to that is really, really good as well. That, yeah. I mean, that, that whole scene is brilliant because just before we get the, um, the scorpion encased in amber and then yep. there's the, you know, because the phone lines have been down and nobody's quite sure why. And then the telephone company phone and say, oh, your line is back on matter. And then they hear the
1: attack over the phone. Yeah, and when you see that, well, they pull the guy down from the telephone pole and throw him down on the ground, and then you see them when when they kind of stab him with their tail, and you hear that when it hits him, it's like I I I've actually I mean it's been a couple of years since I watched this later late the latest yeah and and I'd forgotten how how brutal it is yeah. And And when they basically tear people apart later on. Oh god.
0: I mean, when they get to Mexico City and I mean, like you said, there is the 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 horrific shadow effect. I don't know what is going on there.
1: No, it's rotoscoping gone badly.
0: (laughs) Oh, it's the train scene. Yeah, it's the train scene actually. With the guy who's limping away because he's injured, and then the scorpion like just gets hold of him and it's like, oh
1: my god. That's that that is that's a frenzied scene. I think you can go. Well, but we can we'll get to that later. Yeah. We'll stay from the the first attack on the telephone line because that is
0: it's something else. Like,
1: yeah, that thump when it stings him.
0: Yeah, and the screams and the screams and the timing of the screams. Yeah, um, along with the attack. But I think one of the one of the major major strengths of this film is. Paul, so uh, it's Paul Sotel who is the uh, who is the composer for this for the score for this. It's mm. a brilliant score. Yes, it is. It's a br- it's a, it's a really rich orchestral score, and um, I thought it was I thought it was absolutely brilliant, and the timing of the music in that scene and the screams mm-hmm. of um of the guy who is you know or that poor worker. It's 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 really really it's really good,
1: mm-hmm. really good. Very effective.
0: Absolutely.
1: And it kind of, I mean, it does set the tone because this is kind of like the first. Because uh, before that, you've you've just seen kind of like the aftermath. Yeah. And uh, when you when when uh, oh, damn it, what is his name? Um, Hank Scott and uh, yeah, and uh, Arthur Ramos. Uh, the two well, yeah. geologists, yes. aren't they? I think they're the when most
0: they... action sort of packed geologists. And I've made, yes, like, a few friends of mine thinking... are geologists. Okay, and they're not, they, the
1: uh... most, they're not the most exciting people. So they don't find black scorpions. No the size. Okay, hmm. <laughs> probably for the best. I
0: However, think.
1: but uh, yeah, that because again, they they first they find the the demolition. Uh, well, the farmhouse and the and the police uh, and car, and they find the and the policeman himself scared to death. Yeah, but that's all we actually see for some time, and then when we hear and see this attack uh, on the people working the telephone line, that's kind of like the first time we see the the scorpions kind of uh, well killing. Yeah, know, people. yeah,
0: absolutely, absolutely, that- and you know these. These scorpions, you know, this stop motion is so smooth. The movement of the yes. scorpions is yep. so good. It's so smooth. <clears throat> Excuse me, and it's so um, it's so realistic.
1: Yes, it is. It, they look they look like real scorpions.
0: Yes, yes, e-
1: except for the close-ups.
0: Yeah, except for the yeah the, the dribbling giant scorpion yes. with the yes. impacted tooth.
1: Kind of looked like a drunk on his way home from yes. a Saturday night binge.
0: Now. <laughs> One thing I have to say about Richard Denning is character Hank Scott uh, has got the best pair of cowboy boots I
1: have yes. ever seen. Yeah, they're not even dirty. No. And, and even, actually, even Juanito uh, comments on this. They are very nice boots, senor.
0: Yes, and these things <laughs> have eagles on them. He's yep. the most flamboyant <laughs> geologist mm-hmm. I've ever seen.
1: Yep. Kind of makes you want to be a geologist. Well, I, I wouldn't
0: go that far. I, I've, never okay. en- I've never understood anybody who's, you know, oh, look, this is a stone.
1: Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, well, when I was a kid, actually, my, let's see, my, well, what will it be great-grandmother? My dad's grandmother? That that makes her, her my great Or is it my great great grandmother? No. Anyway, (laughs) she uh, she kind of well, not studied stones, but she collected stones and kind of knew what they were. And as a kid, uh, I I, and I still can distinguish between uh, one or two types of rocks, I suppose. But um, as a kid, yeah. But now I can, well, I'm not, it's not really all that fascinating anymore.
0: (laughs) Well, it's really interesting. Um, I went to an all boys school, of course. Yep. Uh, As you can tell from the emotional stuntedness that I suffer from. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, However, in the sixth form, they had like a consortium thing going on. So the girls from the girls school would come up to our school to have certain, to do certain lessons.
1: Oh, did they examine your stones?
0: No, no, God. Look, I had been locked away at this point with the best part of like uh, nearly a thousand, so, thousand other teenage boys. You <laughs> know. Um, and the girls took geology. Okay. Um, so the only reason anybody in the boys' school ever took geology was to make sure that they could get anywhere near um, any kind of female attention. <laughs>
1: Well, I don't see, well, not really anything wrong with it. No, nope. who who wouldn't?
0: Well, you know, uh, but still, the, the idea of uh, having to sit through a load of bricks and uh, different yeah, things, well, you know. One of my friends women. did it, and, and I take my hat off to him. But uh, <laughs> we all knew what uh, what ruse de guerre he was trying to play.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be totally. Uh, uh with a little bad joke here. Uh, I mean, the, the, the greatest builders are female because yeah. they just need to touch the stones and the whole monument erects. <laughs> <clears throat> Thank you. He's here all week, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> try the wheel. <laughs> and everyone scuffles off to try the wheel and leave me <laughs> standing there. No, but Richard Denning. Yes. Uh, what is the first movie that come, springs to mind when you hear his name? And see the actor.
0: Now, this is quite... Because he's... He, he did quite a few. Because obviously he was in An, an Affair to Remember. Um, which is one that always jumps up. And he was in one... it was a war film that was always on. Uh, in Here in the UK on a Saturday afternoon. Which was Okinawa.
1: Okay. Um, huh. But... It's the first movie I remember him from... Yeah, it's a little classic from 1954, which is one, which is actually my one of my all-time favorites, Creature from the Black Lagoon.
0: Oh, of course he was. How have I just? <laughs> how, how did I just like brain fart on Creature <laughs> of the Black, from the Black Lagoon?
1: <laughs> and uh, well, he was. He was. Uh, remember the old TV show Hawaii Five-O? Yes. Was also, he was also on that one. Yeah. And the Day the World Ended.
0: Yes. That's another
1: old classic.
0: Because he was, he was um, oh, his character in Procreation from the Black Lagoon was, and I don't know why I'm clapping my hands, because I don't know if that helps. Um, well, I heard it, but it didn't
1: help. I don't remember his name, though. Mark which Williams. I should. He was Mark Williams. Yes, 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 yes.
0: He was Mark Williams, yes. Kind of redeemed myself then from jumping you from. You did, yes. Yeah. Or, oh, you know, somebody says to you, you know, Richard Dennings, oh, he was in Okinawa. Yes, of course he yeah. was. Of course yeah, he was. people it. say,
1: what? Yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> <This> <laughs> is like... Shake his head.
0: This is one of those moments where, you know, you, your brain sort of manages to retain the most <laughs> useless piece of information about somebody.
1: Well, if... if, if that's what we do these podcasts for, True. to get a relief from that knowledge that people think, oh, my God, why did you remember that? Because <laughs> we do. We yes. have a hard time remembering birthdays but yes. stuff like this. Yes. So, uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of actually the uh, actors back then were in a lot of these creature feature movies. Because yes. if we move to uh, Teresa Alvarez, uh, Mara, play by Mara Corday. Yeah. She was in a little uh, other creepy-crawly movie called Tarantula. Oh, of course she was. Yeah. See, Which I have think... for years. Oh, I watched it... I. I think I watched it last year. It's a great film. For a year and a half. I yeah, I like that one. And there's a, uh, in one of the planes shooting at the spider, there's a, a guy playing a, a a very quick role as a pilot. Yeah. It's Clint Eastwood, right? It is. It is indeed. Yes, it is. And apparently, uh, Mara Corday and Clint Eastwood were good friends. She does appear in. Um, uh, Something about. Sudden impact. The gauntlet. The gauntlet. Pink Cadillac. The rookie. <laughs> in small parts, though. The rookie. I think. Yeah. Uh, the, I think Clint Eastwood has been in uh, some small parts in some of the movies she's. So they uh, uh, apparently they knew each other so that well that they had small parts in each other's movies, which is also like what? What? Yeah. Yeah. It's so
0: uh... that and that's the joy, isn't it? Of when you look at these films and you watch them and you see that's Clint Eastwood in the background.
1: I know. That's Jack. Ooh, Nicholson. We'll get, to, we'll get to more of that when we get to the next movie, because there's a other Yeah. We'll yeah. get to that. The,
0: the, you know, there's Jack Nicholson in the back. What's he doing? What's the, uh, you know, just, it, it's all of these things. It's just, it, it's one of the joys of it. it yeah. The, of yeah. Cause you
1: see some of the big icons of the cinema you see them as kind of background characters, like just passing by. Like, wait, wait, wait what, what was that? Not, and then you have to rewind, yeah. and oh, wow, okay, so young. Yes. So uh, yeah, I like that. So, um, not that he Clint Eastwood is not in this one though, but no, uh, no, now no. he has a connection to Mara Corday. Teresa Alvarez. She's a kind of a strong woman in this one.
0: Yeah, well, that was that well, one uh, the, yeah. That's what I was going to say. She's actually sort of quite a you know uh, independent, strong cattle yes. rancher.
1: Which because yeah, she took over the ranch after her dad. And uh, I mean, she even convinces she wants because apparently the 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 black scorpion uh, or the scorpions wreak yeah. havoc with the what is it called Mira? What is it? her hacienda Miraflores, Isn't it? Yes, that's right. Yes, it is. I kind of like that name. And uh, all her workers kind of uh, up and leave yeah And then she can come across them in in town and she just walks in and says you know what I really could y- use your help And she uses I mean sh- that shows again how how much the workers actually trust her Yes because they all return.
0: yeah absolutely
1: so and absolutely. I like her I like her character in this one
0: yeah, she's you know, she's a really, really she's a good actress as well. She's a yes, really, yeah, really good actress is. in this. <clears throat> um, now, the fi- this you know this film is about what is it about an hour and a half? Yeah, I think. Um, and it, you know, it there's a couple of lulls in it. Yeah. But once it gets going, there's some really, really good stuff in this. Like we said about the um you know the the the, the first attack. Yeah. Um. And then we get the the you the, know the, the crane scene, mm-hmm. where they're getting lowered down um, into the into this sort of cavern that has been opened up by the volcano. Um, yeah, and, that, and
1: actually that scene where they're lowered down just before they touch ground shows again uh, Willis O'Brien's genius. Yeah, uh, with bringing to life scenes that could just look kind of non. Uh, interesting
2: Yeah.
3: because
1: when you see them are lower down and just before they touch the ground, there's a bat flying yes. or, or a bird or whatever yeah. across screen that doesn't really play into thing. It doesn't really need to be there, but he puts it, he can, I mean, and and stop animation like this takes a long time. Trust me, I've done it and it is painstakingly slow Yes, for even a couple of seconds. Yes. So having that put in there, I'm I'm sure it added an extra day of work, at least. Oh God, yeah. But thing he, he does that Willis O'Brien in in all of his movies puts in stuff like that, which also Ray Harryhausen did. Yeah. Uh, yeah. To make to uh, to make the scene come alive and seem more interesting instead of just having it to be kind of like a flat screen and yeah. Yeah. So so I even the scene where they're lowered down and you see it it it, it brings joy. Yeah, seeing that blah, 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 all that work put into one little simple scene like that,
0: and what it gives is it gives it a sense of authenticity to the world. Yeah, life you buy that world. Yep, it's not just some cave where they've no. just been lowered into because you know, or if they you know what they could have done with. You know they could have kind of Doctor Who'd it a little bit with just a, you know a quarry mm-hmm. somewhere, and they could have wandered in, set a bomb, yep. boom, out. You know that kind. Of, but actually, what they you know what we get here is we get the you know the, this lower this this slow descent down. Um, mm-hmm. We get you know we get a scorpion appearing out of the side of the wall.
1: Then yeah, uh, he stops to take a picture. He
0: does. He poses nicely. <laughs> Say cheese. Yep. Yeah. And, you know, then we get, when we're there, but then we get the the scorpion versus centipede fight.
1: Yeah, that centipede claw tentacle thing.
0: Yes, whatever that was. And we get,
1: and we get Juanito because he was told to stay in, because <laughs> he was told first to stay at the hacienda. Yes. And he gets into the truck. Yes. And he's told to stay there when they find him. Yep. And uh, it's, then he suddenly appears in the, the... And and again, this this is not the biggest basket they're, they're, they're lowered down into, right? No, it's tiny. Yeah, the fact that they don't see him and there's room for him uh, at all is kind of like, hmm, okay, sure. <laughs> but he is apparently because he wants to help. Yes, not an awful lot going on there. N- no, and he doesn't really help. He kind of causes them to have more shit to do yes
0: now i would have left in there as i said earlier
1: yeah um here here, son oh look there's a giant spider chasing you (laughs) you
0: better run fast i tell you what is interesting in this um where the the only for want of a better phrase achilles heel or achilles throat on the (laughs) the only place where there is no they can kill the scorpion is in the throat. Yes. (laughs) Just a tiny little bit. Just a tiny little gap.
1: Yeah, they see that because the scorpions kind of get into a fight and they see that. Yes. And, uh, yeah, because we actually, even in this scene where they're down into the cave, we get a lot of creature action. Yeah,
0: the you know the scorpion you know you, you, like you said we get the centipede fight and the scorpions fight each other and that's something yeah. that happens quite a bit in this isn't it that the idea that yes. the scorpions once they get the sense of blood they go into some kind of frenzy.
1: Yeah. It's and I, think... I actually actually thought that uh, there, there's a reason it's called the black scorpion because that's apparently the biggest one and it is actually quite a bit bigger than the other scorpions mm. and when we and when we say big scorpions, they are huge cause, massive. yeah because when they pick up people in their claws people are fairly small yes and they throw around and we get to that later when it throws around helicopters and tanks and yeah and, well and the train yes <laughs>
0: yeah
1: i mean so uh
0: you know and they they, they eventually manage to sort of um they detonate them they they detonate the side of a volcano which, yeah, I don't know, is the, is, is the most sort of sensible thing to do,
1: really. No. Particularly after it's just
0: erupted.
1: Yeah, because, again, I'm no geologist no. or, or, or to say, to know anything. But I do know that when you kind of blow up the side of a volcano, an active volcano, mind you. Yes. Things tend to turn ugly with lots of lava and clouds and rock no, and, I mean, yeah.
0: Generally generally i think they kind of got lucky on that one
1: <laughs> yeah cuz uh, words the word we're looking for is catastrophe i think yes yes but uh, but they they eventually they they kind of close up this cavern and uh, think well we are uh, we we'll closed up and scorpion's gone
0: yeah
1: Uh-uh-uh. nope No, no, no. cuz no. we've seen these movies before
0: and then they are never quite done are they
1: <laughs> no no
0: and event you know, I mean, eventually our, you know, our heroes get called to a meeting. Um, and I got to be honest with you, this meeting uh, has some of the greatest stick pointing acting <clears throat> I have ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> the one general, he's really going, he's really clinging, he's really living to where he's pointed on the map with the stick. Yes. Well, he's living that scene. Yes. It's...
1: Because that's that—that's the only scene he has, yes. so he really has to make the best of it. <laughs> yes, yes. And, uh, and to be honest, the, the photo they've taken with, with the scorpion—yeah.
0: <sighs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, it, I don't think they had like the iPhone twelve no. kind
1: of quality there. No. Today.
0: So you nope. know, I could, I could kind of, you know, but
1: uh, it, it looks like someone drew it in. Yeah. but still. And that doesn't. Uh, I mean, that doesn't detract from the movie. No. I mean, people might think we're we're putting it down a bit and pointing out uh, flaws here and there, but there are flaws in the movie. But that doesn't take away from the enjoyment of watching this movie no, not one bit. Not at all. Not at all. And I mean, they they all of move all the movies like this. Basically, when when we have. Really big creatures, and we have military uh, in, involved. Mm. We have these scenes where the professor or the doctor or uh, an uh, quote unquote expert, yes, explain to other people either by th- showing movies or slides or yeah. yeah, whatever or photos and maps. We all we we've seen these particular scenes in a lot of these uh, movies and they have them today too
0: yeah uh, I mean it's a great opportunity as well for these kind of to get a bit of get a bit of exposition Um, a
1: a breathing point between action scenes yes
0: and I mean the breathing point does because I do think you know we've got like two major set pieces in this you know we get the scene now with the train
1: yeah because the the Scorpions found, found their way out yeah and they uh, when they're they're well they're, to be honest there's a lot of scenes uh, that you uh, when you watch the movie you think wait haven't I seen that particular shot before and then yes. you think oh wait there it is again oh wait and yeah. there it is again yeah. <laughs> And they're, they're, when they're walking across the track here in the, the countryside you see kind of the same shot over and over yes. again but it, you don't really think about it that much because you have to kind of just enjoy the movie yeah but then they attack when they attack this train it is it is so violent yeah and they throw this train around and they yank people out and they tear them to pieces and again we we we, you know said it before they tend to go into a frenzy
0: yeah yeah and then they start killing each other
1: yeah and um, this scene in particular, they really go at it because, lo and behold, the only one left is the big one, the yeah. grandpappy of them all.
0: Yeah, who's killed? You, who's you know? Not not very often do you see that you in in creature features that you know they killing each other. No, and and the scorpion arrives and sort of you know the, the 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 black scorpion, the giant black scorpion arrives and like demolishes all the other ones just so that he can eat whatever's left.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you know. I like that scene where he kind of picks up one of them, and it's kind of silhouetted. He kind of picks it up, yeah. And you see it silhouetted against the back sky, and then he throws it down, and uh, yeah. And st- it is, it is, it is a really good scene. That yeah. whole train wreck, I don't like that. I, I think Even it, though, yeah,
0: it's it's superbly executed, superbly again, executed, brutal, absolutely, absolutely, and, and you know. I mean, okay, we get the draw, you know, all the drooling and the, and a few sort of strange close-ups of, of it, and it kind of, but at this point, you kind of forgive it.
1: Yeah, exactly. You're drawn into it by this po- by this time, you, uh, you're into it.
0: Yes, you're there. Um, <laughs> yep. And then they realize then that the giant, you know, the the big one is Grand on pappy. his way. To, is to, yes, the <laughs> grandpappy is on his way to Mexico City.
1: Uh huh. And. I need to mention this. Did you? I mean, I have seen it before yeah. uh, a couple of times, so I tend I notice things in the background. When we have the panic in the streets, when the the well, we have the the silhouetted uh, rotoscoping uh, yes. kind of uh, scorpion running <laughs> yeah. through the street, which yeah. looks weird. But when it's running around and me- uh, it's in Mexico City, yeah. I said that a couple of times just to really hit it home. Yes. Did you happen to notice um, one of the shots where you see the buildings in the background? Yes. Did you notice the Empire State Building? No, I didn't. The Empire (laughs) State Building is in the background. (laughs) It's very quick, but it's like, wait, what? I mean, the first time I watched it, I didn't notice it. The second time was like, wait a minute. I mean, the one thing I noticed a lot,
0: we get lots of shots of lots of people's legs. Yes. When they're running.
1: Yes. Lots of legs. And I also noticed that once in a while, once in a while the shots, because I'm sure they had a a hard time. And uh, I mean, this was hindered a little bit by uh, budgetary reasons. They they didn't really get the budget they wanted. But there's uh, scenes where you see all the panicked people run quickly by the camera. Yes, And then uh, the scorpion comes with that silhouetted thing and the camera slightly rises up so you don't really see where its feet is. So so you don't see the people. You just kind of see the body of it moving past. I I noticed it this time around. And I'm sure they did that so you didn't have... Because I'm sure it running in through people would at least, well, bump into some of them. Yes, yeah, yeah. But since they couldn't show that, the camera just... Slowly, uh, kind of quickly, rose up, so he didn't see where it put down its uh, its legs. So that was kind of smart in a way. Oh, I mean,
0: <clears throat> Edward. You know, um, the director Ludwig Edward is. Um, oh, sorry, Edward Ludwig was sorry, wrong way around. Yes, he's a really, really clever director. Um yeah. and you know, I mean, he made a lot of um, like B roll, um, like B real movies, sort of short movies um i mean he directed john wayne in the um or is it the, the the what's the one where he's on the ship wake of the red witch oh okay and he directed that um mm-hmm. you know and he's he, he did a lot you know and he did a lot of tv and he did a lot of westerns yeah. and those guys. so he knew what he was doing and i mean yes the budget in this does tell at times it does yeah but
1: it it, it helps that you have someone like willis o'brien on your team who knows what to do with yes. uh, with budget so and even and I mean again we're not bringing it down. There are there are flaws like there are with most movies, I suppose. Yes. And you see it in this one where you have the the panic shots and uh, and the, the scorpion running around town. I mean that's not an easy scene to pull off. No. When you have to have a lot of people run there, so they did what they could, and I don't mind it. I just find it. Hilarious that in Mexico City, you have the Empire the State Building <laughs> in the background. <laughs> so, uh, and then they, I mean, and, and and who came up with the idea? Uh, let, let, let's put this. The, they have to get rid of this black scorpion. Yes. And they lure it into the stadium. They do? By loading lots of beef. <laughs> yeah sides of beef, mind you, yes. into a truck, dumping it in the middle of the stadium, yes. and then having another truck filled with sides of beef, yes, driving through town, so the scorpion can kind of get the scent of it. And again, I don't really know how this works. I'm not a zoologist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there are flaws in that uh, mindset, too. Yes. And it starts apparently following the truck through town into the stadium, where yeah. they're waiting with tanks and they're supposed to shoot it in the weak, the soft, weak spot in their throat with some kind of electric harpoon.
0: Which does look more like um, <coughs> some... It, it's quite phallic.
1: Oh, you don't say.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, essentially, it looks like he's going to get shot in the throat with a penis. Uh, mm-hmm.
1: That is then yes. strangely electrified. Yes, but again, this scene is very violent. it, yeah. it I mean it throws tanks and helicopters and uh, there's like some good scenes there. Yes, when he catches the helicopter in the air and th- I mean they it's uh, it's I mean for again, uh, with what makes this movie as good as it is, even yeah. with the flaws, it is intense as all get up in some of the scenes. Yes. yeah. so uh, and this is the the, the, the the big one too, I mean, it is, it is a violent scene.
0: Yeah, and I mean, I love the, the the shot of it when it crawls over the top of the stadium. Yes. That is a, it's such a good shot. It's such, I'm I mean, sure, it's so real.
1: Yeah, and I'm sure some of the... I mean, if this happened for real, yeah. in real life, <clears throat> I'm sure one or two of the soldiers standing there thinking, you know what? Screw this. <laughs> I did not sign up for this job. No, I quit. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, and then you just see... A couple of soldiers that are running for their life out of yeah. the stadium. The other side,
3: yes, yeah. And
1: especially when you see it throwing tanks around, that's like you know what? I could do without the army. I'm off.
0: The one thing that struck me though was the way in which the major, who was originally taking the shot, died.
1: When he when he when he's kind of wheeling the yes he misses he misses the first one and then yeah. he reels in. The, the the cable yeah and they've forgotten to turn off the <laughs> electricity and when he and it's so quickly it's like ah, and he yeah. just falls over it's like I actually forgot that so I was like what what the hell happened there and they turn it off turn it off <laughs> and then I laughed yeah it was that problem. <clears throat> but his face
0: yeah he sort of goes cross eyed and yep. goes ah, and then falls over it's
1: just and then like... falls so, over and it's so quick yeah. So you, you, you sit there thinking, what the hell happened? Oh, yeah, they forgot to turn off the electricity. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, our, our hero has to save the day. Yes. Uh, and he puts, and... The, and he puts the penis, into, I mean, yes. the, the <laughs> harpoon thingy into the the, the harpoon or yeah. whatever the hell they call it, cannon or whatever. And, of course, he, do, he, he doesn't miss.
0: No, of course he doesn't. One shot. Yeah, the name like Hanky was never going to miss, was he? No, 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 no. The other thing that really, really struck me about this is the fact that this film features so many Mexican actors in yes. prominent roles, particularly in this era. Yeah,
1: um,
0: and you know, he, you know, the the character of Arturo um, is, you know, even though he's kind of like, he's, you know, he's 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 like the he's the second lead in the film. But he's yeah. there throughout. He's there front and center, and it has more yeah. of a a um, ensemble feel to it at times.
1: Yeah, because because and uh, again, when I look through the cast, I mean, Carlos Rivas, who plays Arturo Ramos, is, yeah. uh, is uh, the the, the I, I'm not I don't want to call him sidekick because he's he's kind of like the the second lead. Yeah, and I mean, he's been in like we talked about be, before we started recording. He's been in the original True Grit. Yes, he was in the King and I. Yes, he was on Topaz. <laughs> yeah, and actually, uh, a movie based on books and uh, and comics, Doc Savage, the Man of Bronze. I just yes. wanted to throw that in because yes. I thought that was funny. <laughs> but just just Topaz, the King and I, and True Grit are like, okay, that's you, you could quit after that. Actually, oh, absolutely, you know. I but mean... then again, and then you have like uh, the the guy who plays Father Delgado. Yes. Uh, basically just as small parts but he was in in uh, uh again with uh, john wayne big jake yeah and he was in uh the wild bunch and he was in uh, the uh with clean eastwood which kind of ties it in with mara corday he was in two mules for sister sarah which yeah. is a good movie that's a great film. but a lot of the other actors they have a lot i mean they have a lot of credits to their name but they're they're mexican actors so you don't really recognize it there's a lot of tv shows from mexico and mexican movies that yeah. you don't recognize here but like like you said it feels like a an ensemble cast cuz they're good actors yeah yeah well and... except for juanito but yeah. ap- apart from him
0: <laughs> but it is it, it, and it's it, you, you think about this film in terms of the the sort of the um the makeup of the cast is quite progressive in a lot of ways because nobody is really falling back on massive stereotypes or any of those no. kind of things. It's, you know, no. it's a really, really good film and it's really good to see uh, Mexican characters in an, in a film from this era being portrayed in such a positive way as well because they're not always, they, they don't always get portrayed in the in the best of
1: lights. No. Especially not back in the day. No. In Hollywood. No. In Hollywood. no. So, uh...
0: you know, and, but, but, You know, I really enjoyed this film. I really enjoyed it.
1: I'm happy I could bring it to your attention.
0: Now, so, here we go. Two questions. What were you thinking when the film finished then, Peter? What was your thoughts when it finished after you watched it?
1: Oh, uh, uh, wow. Uh, Well, actually, when I watched it this time, it kind of feels like, I mean, they, they, uh, well, they execute uh, electricity, this, this, uh, I almost said the poor scorpion, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so violent. And then it just lays there. And then the camera pans back and it says the end. Yes. And when you look at the scene, it's like, okay, where are all the people? Yeah. What they, they just magically just teleport themselves somewhere else. It feels like it feels empty in a way.
3: Yes. Okay. It's pretty uh, sudden, it, isn't yeah. it?
1: Yeah. Yes, it's but again, a lot of these older movies end on this note. Yeah. It's so intense and then they have a couple of lines and then boom. Done. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I also I mean, I uh, it's been a couple of years since I watched this the last time. But I still really really enjoyed this movie.
0: Yeah. Do you know what, Peter? I thank you. You know, thank you for bringing this one to my attention because I loved it. I think it's great. I think it's a lot of fun, um, and it left me smiling at the end of it. Yeah, because it's
1: a good movie, and yeah. you have even, in spite of the flaws, it's highly enjoyable. And uh, when it works, it really, really works. Oh
0: yeah, absolutely, absolutely, so, uh, absolutely. So. Scores on the doors, then, Peter. What would you give this oh, bad boy out of ten?
1: I don't like scores. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> well, it it is definitely a movie people should. Well, I don't. It's it's weird because we've grown up watching a lot of these movies. Yes. <laughs> and me being uh, the the older fart here, uh, <laughs> I've watched a lot of them, and uh, it. It's it's hard to recommend it for for the younger for the generation of today because if they're not in, if they're not cinephiles or into yeah. these into these kind of it's it doesn't really matter what you say because yeah. they're not going to watch them anyway because it's first of all it's a well, it's a black and white yeah well, yeah. yeah so a lot of the, the a lot of the best movies in the world are black absolutely. and
0: white absolutely
1: absolutely but I don't I mean this. It is, I don't know, somewhere between a six and a seven, I think. I think so. I yeah. Think so Let's I think say it's like a six, six point, and a half.
0: Yeah, a six point yeah, five. Yeah,
1: six point five. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, it's it's a really good movie. There are a lot of, uh, we will get to uh, another one that is uh, superior to it. In, yes. Uh, in, a, in a minute or two. But it is for, and I, I would have loved actually to see what they could have done further with it uh, had they had the, the higher budget. Yeah, but uh, you don't really need it because it's a highly enjoyable oh. movie. And uh, if you haven't watched the Black Scorpion for 1957, you should really go out looking for it and watch it because it's a uh, you, you're not bored. And uh, like you said, you sit with a smile afterwards because wow, it, it is it is so intense.
0: <laughs> oh, it's it's just it's just brilliant. It is a great yeah. film, um, and it's it's it, it's just so much pleasure to be t- to take from it. So, yep. you know, it's it's definitely a
1: 6.5, you know. Yeah, I think that's a good way of, uh, of placing it.
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Now, my friend.
1: We go from scorpions to... Ants. Yep.
0: And we are talking them from 1954. Wow. <laughs> yeah, well, wow. this one you have seen before. Oh, Yes. Yes, several times. Several, do several you, times.
1: Do you know? And this, I don't. I, I, I still find this. Uh, I, I don't understand why. Do you know what it was called originally here in Sweden when it was released?
0: Um. Yes. Um. It was called the spiders.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I have found no explanation to why. And it has since uh, been remedied, it's called the ants now. Uh, the, the ants, I think, is the, the title here. But uh, but the spiders, I... Again, I'm no, I'm, I I don't tend to be an expert in, in creepy qualities, but I do know the difference between an ant and a spider.
0: Yes. Um... Yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> You, you can I mean you could count the legs for one. <laughs> Generally, that would that might give you a clue. Yes. That might give you a clue. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know why it was called that here, but uh, I mean,
0: I got to be honest. There are some. There. I think in some like obviously in different countries, films are given different titles, aren't they? Yes. Yes. Um, one of my favourites is. Do you know what Die Hard was called in Germany?
1: Uh, oh shit! I think i do but i'm not sure now that you put me on the spot no the crystal
0: snare
1: Uh, (laughs) what what yeah well okay the crystal thing okay the big building with lots of glass okay Mm -hmm. sure
0: the crystal snare snare
1: You know what? Move on. Move- Nothing to see. <laughs> Nothing to see. I, I I can't explain that. But yeah, I, yeah, I know. There. Are, uh, if you actually sit down and, and look at titles across the world, it is bizarre.
0: I mean, that's a podcast in itself.
1: Yes. I mean. The, I mean. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Now, them is a film I saw when I was very young, um, and it terrified me. It. Yeah, I don't. It terrified me.
1: Remember. Yeah, because, I mean, that's it's, again, the Creepy Crawlies.
0: Yeah, but you don't see the Creepy Crawlies till about 30 minutes in?
1: Nope. Which... And who sells this perfectly? It's the little Ellenson girl. Yes. Ellenson, isn't that her name? Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. the Ellenson. Uh... Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember when I first watched it. I don't think I, when I, I think I watched a scene here and there when I was a kid. I don't remember when I saw it from uh, from A to, to Z to uh, the first time. Mm. I don't even remember when I first watched it the first time. But I know I've seen, uh, at a far too young age, scenes here and there. And yeah. again, they're, 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 they're giant ants. And no.
0: Yeah, it's just not right. And I mean, no. and these are these are not stop motion. These are giant yeah. And they they they, it, they built. Well, it, what's interesting is, do you notice how many times you see?
1: Whenever yeah, you, you know, see the m- yeah, do you 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 know how many they uh, they actually built.
0: I think it was like three.
1: Three, yes. So whenever you see them, kind of, uh, uh, they're more than one. It's that's never more than three, and they're always put in in smaller areas, so that you you can kind of imagine there being more, but they're still just they just built. Three big ones, and I'm sure that, I mean, they had heads and and stuff like that. But uh, yeah,
0: but they're big. Yeah, they're huge. Yep, they are huge. And <coughs> the other thing I love in this film, which still I I, I did, you're suddenly realising, is the um, there's several scenes in this that use real weapons. I'm sure there are the um, the Thompson machine gun at the beginning. Um, is a real Thompson machine gun being fired with real ammunition? And okay,
1: that would never happen <laughs> today.
0: No, no, and the flamethrowers, the flamethrower units. That yeah, they're, using, they're real. They're yeah. real, and they were used in World War Two. Oh, were... Also, they
1: weren't just someone they it's stuff they bought for the their, no. their remnants from. No, oh wow, these were, rem... okay. these were used. See, in World I didn't War II. know that
0: and the people huh. who were operating them were uh, veterans who used them in world war 2
1: oh I, I did I think I read that somewhere which but is I didn't just, know they, they,
0: yeah so. which is insane Damn.
1: yeah you know talking about I mean, it. and they torched these uh, I mean okay so wait wait we, we I have to ask a question again because I'm no expert in in, uh, in, in Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I've seen close ups of ants I don't think they're furry. No,
0: no, I don't think they're. These furry these ones insects. are,
1: but then again, they're mutated, so maybe that is why. But very, I, very, very true. I've never seen a furry ant. <laughs> then again, they—I I suppose they tend to burn better when they're furry. I, but... Yeah, I
0: suppose. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose. Now, th- what would you how, describe the plot of them, Peter? Before we go any further.
1: Uh, well, it's, not I mean, it goes back to this is kind of one of the, 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 first one of the, uh, like atomic, uh, age, uh, mutation movies. Yes. Cause apparently these ants stem from uh, radiation from the first at- atomic bombs in 45. Yes. And, um uh, uh where where are they? Where do they come from? It's Let's sort of, see.
0: Yes, yeah, New Mexico, isn't it? Yes, yeah, New they...
1: Mexico, and and they've been living underground and, and mutated from from radiation. It's yeah, yeah. The, the plot in this one is well, for yeah, well, for most They're of thin? these movies back then, it's it's they don't really make a lot of sense. No, no. But they, they've they've. Uh, They've mutated and grown from uh, radiation from the first uh, nuclear bomb. That's basically what it is. There's a scene
0: in this where uh, Edward uh, Gwyn's, uh, Gwen's uh, character, they're all sat around and they're having one of these big table discussions again. And he's yes. there with a the police officer and he said, so whereabouts did the atomic bomb go off? And he just <laughs> casually goes, oh, just over here.
1: Yeah, there and it's and like then you see them there, <laughs> and there and there. It's like you don't really know, do you?
0: <laughs> it's, just, it's just like, hang on. People live there.
1: Yeah. All of
0: these people are living there, and you and yeah. you drop the nuclear bomb there.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, moving to and, and nobody's everybody's okay with that. Yeah, everybody's of good. Course. Okay, okay, we're moving on. <laughs>
1: yeah, no, but I mean the movies. Not, we, and what makes I mean the Black Scorpion is a really good movie, but them is uh, a couple of notches above it. Yes. First of all, the acting in this one is better. Yes, and and then and and it builds the tension in a slightly different way because again, you don't see the giant ants uh, until it's almost 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 a half an hour into the movie. Yeah, thirty minutes in. Yeah, but you get because let's see, hang on, I, I just turned the page. Uh, what is his name? Uh, James Whitmore, who plays Sergeant Reductant. Ben Peterson. Yeah, she I love did. him, and he's really good in this one. Yeah, but him and his uh, and his uh, partner they uh <coughs> are out driving and they're assisted by a helicopter. Yeah, and they see this little girl wandering through the desert. Yeah, and they pick her up and she is completely in shock and cat- catatonic. Yeah, she's, and a catatonic, uh,
2: uh, they
1: yeah, yeah, they. Yeah, they, they can't even I mean she's not even acknowledging that they're there basically no. and then they come out maybe she's uh, she stands from the uh, camper the the Ellenson family yeah. and then they drive to the car and camper and uh, this uh, and this camper is has been torn apart basically yeah. and the, the parents are nowhere to be seen and then you you hear the sounds from the ants which is actually, if you if, uh, tie, tying it back to the movie we talked about earlier, yeah. uh, the sound that the scorpions are making are exactly the same sounds as the ants are making. They use the same sound.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: But which is frogs, I think. Tree frogs. Some, some tree frogs. Yeah. <clears throat> but you hear these sounds, and they're in the desert, and the the, the wind is blowing, and they find tracks, and uh, and it slowly builds. And then we get to one of the first cameo appearances when the uh, the ambulance arrives to pick up a little girl. Yeah, the ambulance driver is played by William Shallard. Yes, which uh, on Retro Movie Geek he talked about recently because he also had a small part in uh, uh, in The Heat of the Night.
0: Great character actor.
1: He's been in a ton of stuff. Yeah but and, and and they get the little girl and when they're sitting there talking the ambulance driver and ben peterson yeah uh, they're sitting there talking about what could have happened you hear the sounds again and they both look around and then you see the little girl sit up straight in the ambulance yes. and with a look of terror on her face yeah and then she sh- slowly just lies down again before they can see her react yeah and all of this builds and which is really good with this one because it builds the tension. Yeah. Uh, even, okay, so I mean uh, nowadays we know what the movie's about. Oh, uh, of back course then I can think you don't really know. And no. you build up the terror to what could have frightened this little girl yeah. so much. And I mean I was, she is completely terrified.
0: I was I think I was about 7 or 8 watching this one and <clears> the <throat> noise just Yes. It was just like oh my god what is this? And then you know where they revive the little girl using like the smell insults.
1: Yes, and, and she just screams.
0: Oh, even today, actually,
1: it, it scared it, it got the hell me. out of me because <laughs> I'd forgotten about it.
0: Yeah, and what a little and and, and in terms turns to Juanita Juanito. Um, what
1: a what a difference in level of performance. Yes, yep, and she. I mean, she's not even. She didn't really do much uh, acting. Uh, it's uh, Sandy Dasher. Yeah. She left acting. I looked her up. She left acting kind of in the late 60s, mm.
3: uh,
1: where her and her husband started managing one of the uh, her parents owned a chain of stores. Yeah. And her husband and, and her started managing one of them. And that's basically what she did. Yeah. And still, she think of the career she could have had oh, in my acting. Goodness.
0: Yeah, outstanding, outstanding.
1: Because the look on her face is utter terror.
0: Yeah. Now, this was directed by Gordon Douglas. Yep. Um, who made *In Like Flint*? Uh, uh,
1: yes. Great and he film. did a, a bunch of movies with um, with Frank Sinatra, called *The Detective*, *Tony Rome*, um, *Robin uh, and* uh, the *Young Sunhoods. at Heart*. Uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> and actually, to tie back to the movie I just talked about uh, in the heat of the night, he did yeah. the sequel to it. They Call Me Mr. Tibbs that we also covered a couple of years ago on Roger Movie Geek.
0: Amazing film. Amazing it's a good one. one.
1: <clears throat> but he did a lot of a lot of these detective stories.
0: Yes. Uh,
1: and well, in like Flint, is more of a, a pastiche. Spy, I a spy. Yeah, yes. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a. Good word, spy yeah. movie. <laughs> he did Slaughter's big rick off rip with uh, uh oh, wasn't it wasn't it Jim Brown?
0: Yes, Jim Brown.
1: Yeah. Griffin, so, uh, it's okay, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. It's all yeah. right, it's all right. It's I, good I have both of the slaughter movies, so nice. But he did, like I said, the detective Tony Rome and Young at Heart with uh Frank Sinatra. Young at Heart is really good.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> now this stars James Whit- James Whitmore. Um who, Yes, what um, an actor. Oh god. Um, and he's so good in this. He's, he's superb in it. He's absolutely superb.
1: And were you sad in the end? Yes. Good. Because I'd forgotten I too. about it.
0: I'd forgotten. So had I. I was like, no, no, no. This can't be. Which actually, when you think about it, is it flies in the face of so many things <clears throat> of this era in that one of the heroes dies. Yeah. One of the heroes snuffs it. I mean, he goes, yeah. there, you know, he, 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 you know, he's a he, he has a hero's ending, but
1: yeah, yeah he snuffs yeah, and and, 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 and yeah, painfully, part, a, yeah, and he has such a big part in the whole movie, yeah, and he and he's is, he's is actually a very kind uh, person, yeah, and and mm, yeah, he's got and a I mean, line. He is so good. Yeah, he's got a movie. line
0: in the beginning of this, mind you, that kind of seals <laughs> his fate. Um, where he's at the the trailer and the the photographer's taking the pictures, uh, and he asks him, "How's the family?" And he says, yeah. "Yeah, all good. Two in the house, you know, two in the house, and one on the way." It's like, no,
1: yeah, yeah, never, no! never, it d- no! never say everything is good. You're getting either getting married or you're getting uh, or you're having a kid. <laughs> That's you kind of see, your. It's, it's like signing on the dotted line in blood.
0: Yes. You know, so, uh, and the other great character we got in this is Edmund Gwyn, who yeah, uh,
1: who Miracle on 34th Street, yeah, and, he was uh, Santa, th- yeah, he was, and he was uh, he was uh, again uh, uh, a Hitchcock alumni because he was in the Trouble with Henry too, yeah, or in yep. the Foreign cor- uh, Foreign Correspondent. That's a Hitchcock movie too, isn't it?
0: Yes, it is. Yeah,
1: <sighs> and he was actually sick in this one. I mean, he was old, but uh, he was sick, so they had to help him. Uh, well, I, I mean, uh, in, between takes, he was so tired that they had to kind of help him walk around. I said like yeah. he was—he was really sick in this one. But he's a good actor. I like him. And the, I mean, like, well, unlike the Black Scorpion, this one has a lot of humor. Yes. And a lot of it comes from actually from Edmund Gwynne's character, yes. Doctor Harold Medford. Yeah. And and James Whitmore's character. Yeah if you notice when they first go out into the desert and there's a strong wind and the sand is blowing around and he's he's looking he's kind of squinting and he's like no the goggles you have to put them on yeah and he kind of puts them on kind of not quite on yeah and i actually watched that uh, i rewound it three times because it looks like uh he doesn't really do it on purpose and it looks like they kind of ad-libbed that scene of James Whitmore's yeah. character, Ben. He kind of like, no, wait, hang on, uh, Professor, uh, Dr. Doc. And he, he kind of puts them on the, the right way. And it doesn't look scripted at all. It looks like they just ad-libbed it and think, you know what, that worked.
0: There's a great scene in this within the helicopter.
1: Yes, over and out.
0: Yes, which, which is just brilliant. And James Whitmore is superb. He is yes, he is absolutely so patient. Superb. He's absolutely <laughs> superb. And it's just the way you have to say over. Well, like, do you know yeah. it's just over? No, but you have to say over. Oh, I bet you're happy now. And it's just the way he goes back and forth. back and Yeah, and,
1: and everyone is laughing. Everyone is smiling because they see the... Because his, his daughter is played by Joan Weldon. He, she's yes. also a doctor. And she's in the other helicopter talking to him. Because he, he likes it. Hey, can I talk to my daughter? And they put him his the headphones on. And he kind of like... Uh, hello, Patricia. Hello, Patricia. And and then they said, no, no, you have to say, uh, what is it? Uh, Alpha Baker or Alpha whatever yeah. the hell it is. Yeah, uh, yeah. You have to say it like that. And so don't know why. I want to talk to my daughter. Yes, but you have to do it that way. And then <laughs> he, he calls her and then you have to say over. Why? So she knows that yeah. you're not supposed to talk, that, that you're not saying anything more That he, she. But she knows I'm done talking. Yes, yes. <laughs> but you have to say over. And then when they finish it, you have to say over and out. But, but why? So they know that the, uh, you've done. But she knows. Yes, but you have to say over and out, and that's when he says over and out. There, happy. <laughs> and now, they all and they kind of smile at this yes, old man. Yes, but it's so funny and it's so natural.
0: Absolutely, and that, and that is something that you get when you have these great, great character actors. Mm-hmm. Is that you have these natural performances, and like James Whitmore, of course, would later on, you know, much later in his career, be in The Shawshank. Redemption.
2: Yeah.
1: But um, he was also in Planet of the Apes. Yes, he was. He was in Kiss Me, Kate. Remember that one? Yes. I, I watched that as a kid and loved it. It's so colourful. It was a lot of good music and songs and comedy. And I love that movie. Oh,
0: it's great. Absolutely. But he
1: was also in The Asphalt Jungle, Tora, Torah Torah, which is a good one.
0: Great
1: film. Uh, and uh, uh, The First Deadly Sin yeah. is... Uh, which is another Frank Sinatra movie.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And yeah. Oh, like you said, the Shawshank Redemption and The Relic, actually.
0: Yeah, I mean, his scene as Brooks in the Shawshank Redemption, it's heartbreaking. Yeah. Because that scene, it's almost a short film within a short, within within Shawshank itself, isn't it? It's almost like yeah. he gets his own little, you know, that, that moment, yeah. Um, and it's just that you know when he talks about he's considering robbing the place where he works, just so they'll put him back inside. It's just it's, he's just such an amazing actor. Yeah, um, yes. And he always sort of I always think whenever I see James Whitmore that he has a touch of Spencer Tracy about him.
1: He does, doesn't he? I don't know whether think, it's... I, he kind of looks like it once in a while. Yeah. Like certain mannerisms and facial expressions he yeah, has, it makes you think of Spencer Tracy.
0: Yeah. Now, the other name in this is James Honest.
1: Yes. Yes. And you know, he is mostly known here in Sweden uh, as the rugged mountaineer Zebulon McCahan from the TV show uh, How the West Was Won, The McCahans. Yeah. yeah. I love that show and I uh, I have every season on DVD of course. <laughs> and uh, but what's cool is his first I mean he uh, a, a lot of people are known, of course from Gunsmoke.
0: 20 years he was on 20 that show. years
1: yeah and he uh, look at uh, like James Arness he, he was in a, a lot of cool movies too of course. Yes. But just think of these two shows. He was in Gunsmoke from 55 to 75. And then he was in the McCahans from seventy six to seventy nine. So I mean, from fifty five to seventy nine, basically, he had a pretty good gig.
0: That's, he had a hell of a gig.
1: Yeah, and then he did a couple, a bunch of movies like the Thing from Another World, Hello,
0: yeah, yeah, uh,
1: and also a couple of uh, uh, John Wayne movies, Island uh, Hondo, yeah, uh, uh, Islands in the Sky, wasn't that
0: a? I think that's a Wayne film
1: yeah I think so. I think so, so I mean, he just with those two shows and a couple of movies, he could he I mean, yeah, and James honest and he is a big dude,
0: oh God, yeah, I mean, I always remember him. um have you seen the TV the TV film of the Alamo uh,
1: I think so yes.
0: he's he, he was much older in that when that came out yeah, um but damn, he's a big guy,
1: yeah, and a lot of the and a, weirdly enough, when you read up on it, people are. Um, slightly intimidated, and also they feel very short, and that's what people do around me. <laughs> but apparently, in a lot of the movies and shows, people stood on stools or, or to, to seem taller.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: <coughs> well, which this, is
0: weird. Is really me and uh, on a pre on an upcoming episode, me and Leighton were talking about. Uh, we mentioned the film The Outsiders with Rob Lowe, Patrick Swayze. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's a famous picture of them, uh, and Patrick Swayze is standing on a set of house bricks to make yeah. himself look taller. Yeah,
1: you know. And in talking about James Arness, one thing I learned—I think it was yesterday—yeah, when I read up on it—that I did not know at all. You know who his brother is? No. Peter Graves. Jim Phelps on Mission Impossible. Really? Yes. He was born Peter Arnes.
0: Well, fuck me sideways. I did not know that.
1: And he apparently, uh, which was sad and uh, it kind of broke James. Well, it, it was his brother. So, But apparently Peter Graves died, I think, just a couple of weeks before his 81st, 84th birthday, oh, I think. Yeah. And he, and he was the younger brother, I think. So, uh, But James Arnaz was the older bit. I, I had no idea. But then again, when you go back now, knowing this, like, I went back yesterday and looked at photos of, of Peter Graves. I have no idea why I haven't put two and two together before. Well, I did not know they that. Because do, they do look like each other. I didn't. I had no idea. And I mean, I watched Mission Impossible for years. <laughs>
0: Good old Ilya Kuryakin,
1: great, <sighs>
0: great show.
1: So I know, but uh, he was Jim Phelps. So the Peter Graves is James Arness' brother. I had no idea. Wow. But uh, but, but uh, James Arness, he plays Robert Graham, the FBI agent. Yes, this one. and he, and again, good actor.
0: Oh, super! And and this film is full of good. This is, I think, this is where obviously the creature feature kind of takes a step up. Yeah. Um. And it, it's obviously, they're very clever in terms of the, you know, the, the, the commentary that's being made here about sort of the effects of atomic weapons and atomic testing and those kind of things. There is that sort of, um, that moment, you know, where we, we we touched on, we said, oh, it just happened over here. And then it's like, well, we don't quite know the full effects, but they keep, but they managed to sort of get that message out um, yep. without it being too preachy.
1: Exactly. No, exactly. It's just it's established that uh, it's they're kind of mutated, mutated from uh, from radioactive waste or uh, radiation. Yeah. And that's it. And then you go with it. Yeah. And I mean, and and then they go out into the and again, this is like looking for a needle in a haystack. They fly with two helicopters to try and find a mound. With yeah. ants and 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 like a and over a vast area. Yes. And they find it, of course, because we wouldn't have a movie if they didn't.
0: It, it, it would just it would be a very interesting film if they went out. <laughs> yes. No,
1: no, no, we six hours of flying. We're doing just it.
0: couldn't. No, nope, nothing. You can't find it.
1: <laughs> but they do find it, and they throw down. The, what is it, cyanide gas or what? Yes. So they uh, use yeah. bazookas
0: and, first of all to. to heat the ground up so that they won't come out.
1: Yeah, because the ants only come out at... They mostly come out at night. Yeah. Mostly.
0: Mostly. And do you know what? The mm. other thing that struck me about that little girl, and I don't think it was... I think it was completely intentional, is that Newt looked like her from
1: Aliens. Oh, yes. Now that you mention it. And they both... I both, wonder... Both of yeah, those characters. Yeah, I wonder if they... Yeah.
0: James, you know, he must have. He must have.
1: He yeah, must I mean, them is not an unknown movie, so no. I'm sure it's somewhere in the back of his. Head. Yeah, because you know what? I didn't really think about that, but now that you uh, mention it, yeah, I can I can see a slight resemblance yeah. there.
0: Yeah, yeah, and two great child actors.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Okay. Yeah. yeah sick. Okay. Yep. No. So they heat up the entrance so the ants won't come out. And one does to see, to check out what's going on. I mean, if someone set fire to my front door, I would peek out to see what was going on. (laughs) And uh, they throw a lot of uh, (coughs) uh, gas down to kill the ants. Yeah. And then they go down to kind of make, uh, well, to check if they've actually got all the ants, which is kind of weird because, I mean, they they're, there could be a lot of they talk about there could be hundreds or thousands of ants yeah, which I kind of like uh, uh, James Whitmore or Ben Peterson's look on his face like thousands. yeah yeah and then it's like, yeah yeah and the, the doctor said, well yeah well we, we don't really know. but they go down and they and again it's uh, when they're planning to go down, it's just a James Arness character and uh, yeah. James Whitmore, but then the daughter, the doctors, uh, she's also a doctor, Joan Weldon. She says she is uh, going to accompany them. And James yeah. Arnold's character is like very stoic. No, you're not. And first you think it's uh, because she's a woman. But it's, yeah, it is because she's a woman. But <laughs> it's also because he wants to keep her safe. Yes. But she is, again, a strong female character. Yeah. Just like in The Black Scorpion. <clears throat> she says, no, but I know stuff about insects that you don't know. I, I know what to look for and you don't. And, and she's very strongly opposing him. And he kind of, I laughed at that too. He looks at her and then he throws the rope over his shoulder. Okay. And walks away just yep. like a little boy. Yes. Poutin. <laughs> yes. So they go down to check on the, uh, on the remains. Yeah. And find that two eggs have had, no, three eggs have had, right? Yeah. Or four. No, wait, there's more. Cause there are two Queens that are, are lost. And a couple of males. Yes. And they have wings, of course, so yes. they can fly. And that's not good. No, not <clears throat> at
0: all. Never good.
1: No, because they can uh, they can uh, lay eggs and yeah. we could potentially have, well, like this say later on, maybe the, these ants, if they're left unattended, could yeah. basically be the new prominent species on Earth. And uh, man... Would be extinct in what did I say in a year? About a year, it yeah. would
0: wipe us out in a year.
1: Yep, and I can kind of believe that to be honest. Yes, yes. Because uh, I've I've seen ants, I've seen small ants, I've seen big ants, and there are ants in this world that are very aggressive. And uh...
0: well, you know, there's that great, you know, like you said, you get the exposition scene. There, <laughs> yes, where, yes, and then he talks about it, he says. You know, these are ferocious fighters. These two ants were recorded for 72 hours fighting each other.
1: Yep. Now that... I think this is actually one of the first movies they show this where they sit around and yeah. show a movie or a, a slideshow or something. But they show a movie and everyone sits at this big table and they look at the movie and they smoke a lot in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, he, show, he he shows the movie about ants and the small ants are the big ones, and I like that one where they they fought it out, they duped it out for seventy two hours.
0: Makes <laughs> little, you know, it's it's like the, you know the punch up in the Quiet Man, just yes. really long.
1: long. <laughs> or even uh, in, even uh, longer. Or yeah, they even, live carpenters, they they live. Yeah, it's like God. Yes, seventy two hours. Ferocious little bastards. Yes. <laughs> <clears throat> Better? And then, no <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> ant in my throat. Yeah, uh, and then they find one of the ants, which is another harrowing scene, where they one of the queens land on a ship in the middle oh. of the ocean, and it and you see these quick scenes of the ants break through, yes, and just chomping down on uh, the crew, and the
0: one guy is being picked up. In the morning, he's like thrashing around and screaming, and uh, it's
1: just. And you hear the screams over there because they hear them talking over the radio. Yes. So, yeah. yeah. But they know where the ship is, and they sink the ship and kill uh, one of the two queens, which leaves one left. Yes. And uh, it's headed as they find. Again, they sit on the map. Where were they headed? Well, they could be somewhere between here. And down like there <laughs> yeah. in New Mexico, and up in kind of Los Angeles, something. It's like yeah, that, and like James Arness character said, that's a pretty big area, Doctor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, they, I mean, uh, again, they kind of make good use of good, hard, honest detective work, well, police what, work in this one.
0: This is what I, you know, <clears throat> what's interesting about them is that it goes from you get the, 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 these these you know at the beginning it is it is, it's a horror film it is yes. a horror film then it's a creature movie and then it's a police procedural yeah cuz they then, try to find
1: out where the yeah, acts are
0: yeah and then it's back to a creature feature um mm-hmm. the one the one guy i felt really sorry for in this and it's a really good scene is the uh, the pilot who reports uh he he thinks it's a ufo um yeah, yeah yeah and they yeah, lock him the up poor
1: guy and he's locked up yeah and, and then it's, when... a, it's a ufo shaped like an ant
0: yes <laughs> and then when he leaves when they you know james Arness his character is, is walking out and the doctor says uh, well is he okay uh you know because i was going to release him he says no don't do that and basically he's got to stay locked up until they sort it out
1: yeah yeah but then again i like that it shows because james arness uh, is is also a good guy? Yes. But he's still an FBI agent. Well, that's the... and you don't want to cause a panic. And they say, you know what? And and he he's just told the guy, yeah, that no, I don't think you're crazy. But then he tells the doctor, keep him locked up. We don't want anyone knowing about this. And we will call you and tell me, uh, tell you when he's well. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's FBI in a nutshell. Do in you think there like would have been this.
0: that awful moment about? <clears throat> six weeks later where and he's still there He sat james Arness's character sat down having so, dinner and yeah. then he goes oh shit Oops. and just suddenly leaves the room
1: to make a phone call i actually thought after they leave there i think when are you gonna make that call and will you remember
0: because <laughs> knowing my memory it would be that moment oh, yeah. of like where you go oh Oh yeah and
1: after what they go, after what they go through afterwards with all when they actually have the yeah. showdown with the ants I would have completely forgot about that guy
0: yeah oh yeah 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 completely and then we get uh, and then we also get the scene with the drunks
1: oh god with an interview in the <laughs> drunks <laughs> Enlist me. I'm in charge of the booze. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but the, again, you don't really. It, it shows again that the kind of detective work, police work, because mm. uh, he doesn't. Re- he tells them all they want to know, but not in a way that a normal person would maybe think of. No but he talks about the, 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 ants. Yes. And where do you see the, well, I see the ants here. I haven't seen them for long yet. I've seen them there and there. And then kind of, and, and what James Arness, uh puts together is again, cause they find a man. Uh, well, apparently his arm is bit off and a, yeah. a family man. And uh, this is also kind of a big, uh, all of a sudden you have, you have a lot of these small um, plots, Within well, the, the movie,
0: yeah. Well, you've got the big story, haven't you? And then you've got the little stories that come to the front. Yes, and,
1: and then- this is where where the guy has been out playing with his two sons, and they find yeah. the, the man uh, dead, and the two sons are missing. And you have the wife who don't really know where they are, but they he used and, and again it's smart because you 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 get the sympathy because she tells him, well, he's a hardworking man, so he doesn't really see his sons all that often. So yeah. they usually on Sundays go out and do stuff. Yeah. Which again shows you, God, this is a good man. And where are his sons? And then you see James Arnes, Okay. And then the, the, the drunk talks about a river and uh, well, I've actually seen when the, the, the river had water in it and they, and James Arnes looks out and he sees the storm drain. Yes. And slowly starts thinking, huh? And I like that in this one. Cause you have so many, I don't know different storylines within the story and the detective work. I really, really like where this yeah, goes.
0: Yeah, yeah, and then we get this great showdown in the L.A.
1: storm oh God, tunnels. Yes. Yeah, and they and they say, "Well, could, could we just set fire to it?" No, we we have to know if these uh, these two uh, kids are okay. And then the general says, "Yeah, well, it's two it's two lives. Could we know? I mean, could we assume they're already dead because we have to save the whole town?" yeah and then I like I like when uh, isn't, that's uh, James Whitmore's character again. Yeah. It says, well, why don't you tell that to the mother? She's right over there. yeah. And the look in his face i I've almost applauded, yeah, because you see what he's thinking, like, are you he's basically telling the general, you know what? I dare you.
0: yeah, yeah, but
1: why don't you tell it to her to to the grieving mother? She's right over there,
0: and then the awful thing about this is that obviously, Jim, you know, uh, James uh, Whit- Whitmore's character, you know, Peterson, you know, he dies.
1: Yeah, saving the two kids.
0: Saving the kids. And, like, that, that changes that in so <clears> many ways. <throat> it's so clever because it changes the the game, really. Because, yeah. actually, maybe this film isn't going to have a happy ending. Well, maybe it's no. going to change it. Maybe yeah. what... If he can die, and bear in mind this is like a ninety you know, this is a nineteen fifty-four film. Heroes didn't die. If he's gonna die, who else is gonna die?
1: Yeah. All of a sudden, none, nothing is certain anymore.
0: Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. And, uh, no, and I, I like when they go, and, and it is really, really heartbreaking because I mean they try, and, and again we talk about intense endings. Yeah. When they go in and they drive around and then all of a sudden they stop and they hear a noise. Yeah. And James Whitmore's character crawls into that side drain.
0: Yeah. And he's forcing the bars as well to get in there. It's like, yes. oh no.
1: <coughs> yeah, because and I noticed this time around when you see the little kids. Yeah. I don't know either. I mean, these are, these two boys, are they're in it for a smidgen of a second, basically. Yeah. And, but when you see them standing... At the end of this uh, room, with the ants kind of terrorizing, trying to get at them. Yeah. Did you notice the little, the 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 smallest child? Wait, the way when they when they have him in in a quick close up, and he's kind of doing these really heaving sobs. Yeah, he's terrified. And I thought, are they scaring this little kid to get this reaction, or is he just that good of an actor?
0: I would imagine there might have been a little bit of pinching.
1: Yes. <laughs> But and and that makes you feel for these two kids and Peterson, who is desperately trying to save them.
3: Yeah.
1: And yeah. does, but. Yeah. That's that's when the heartbreaking scene. Yeah. It's. <sighs> <clears throat> yeah.
0: You know, but the, you know, we uh, there, there's a great showdown between them. And, you know, between the ants and the, and, and the army and the, this, you know, the gunfire and you get the flamethrowers going and the bits collapsing on men. And yes. it's a really, really, really well executed scene.
1: Yeah. And again, and, and the, like the doctor, it's, I mean, they, they just want to torch everything, but the doctor says, no, we have to make certain that the queen is still here. Yes. And none else attached, hatched because, <clears throat> because uh, if some, uh, another queen has gotten out, they're still in the same predicament.
0: Yeah, yeah. But
1: then they they break down this. Uh, well, James Arness is, is is kind of charging the ants after his friend dies, yeah. and is shooting everything in sight basically, and then he is separated from the other group because the the well one of the beams collapsed and he's uh, kind of uh, closing him in with uh, the rest of the yeah. ants. And the soldiers are desperately trying to dig through when he's just firing, and they come, yeah. come in at the. Again, it's so intense, and it makes me smile just thinking about it. Yeah. Where he's really, he's just firing away, and he is almost done for. And then the soldiers break in behind him, and they just immediately just shoots up everything. Yeah. And then the doctor says cease fire, cease fire, and he checks in, and they see that none of the queens have uh nothing uh, has escaped and it just yeah basically it says torch it
0: yeah and I love and I love his last lines
1: like, I wrote the last down.
0: line Lark, pray continue my friend
1: I wrote it down because again you always have this kind of line in these movies to kind of hammer in with uh, this atomic uh, age and he says the last line when they looked there because James Arnes Asks, uh, 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 oh what is her name, uh, Patricia? Yes, uh, Doctor Patricia. Uh, is this the end, or where will this end? And she says, "I don't know." And then her dad says, uh, finishes the movie with, "When man entered the atomic age, he opened a door into a new world. What we'll eventually find in that new world, nobody can predict."
0: Just finished. Yeah.
1: Yeah and then they show a scene of the burning furry ants and then yeah. the end.
0: I mean this is a you know <clears throat> this is a brilliant creature feature. Originally it was going to be shot in color. And in 3D? <clears throat> yeah. And there are still elements in this film like so for example the opening credit of them is in color.
1: Yes, and I love that. It is it just it's in your face and it's it's just a red and blue against the 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 kind of a desert yeah. background. Yeah. it is so effectful and it flies through like I'm sure that was supposed to be a 3d effect Abs-
0: yeah yeah it was yeah
1: and uh, no I like that and then there are certain scenes of, like when the ants kind of uh, are kind of up close and in your face and when yeah. they shoot the flamethrowers right at the camera yeah but yeah. Uh, apparently it didn't really look as well as they wanted it to and it didn't look good in color so they scrapped it and someone kind of I suppose got. Got nervous about the cost. Yeah. And, uh, yeah.
0: Now, we were talking cameos earlier. Oh, yes, yes, yes. We forgot one important one.
1: Yes. Who uh, uh, gets one of the... when Just before we get to see the uh, the poor pilot who's seen the UFOs shaped as ants. Yes.
3: Because
1: um, one soldier collects a little telegram. He does. And uh, this soldier is a very young... Leonard Nimoy. Yep. Mr. Spock himself. Yep. And I'm, I'm, I didn't even remember that he had a couple of lines.
0: Well, I didn't either. I didn't. It's, only, <laughs> it's actually watching it today. And you and you go, watch out, you know, mental note. Yep. Watch for Leonard Nimoy.
1: <laughs> yep. Because yeah, I... you think you're just going to see him quickly in the background. Yeah. But uh, no... Yeah. yeah, speaking part. And is yeah. so young.
0: <laughs> I think he's about nine in this film. I think yeah, eight and just... a half, nine. Yeah. yeah. I was disappointed he didn't have the famous Star Trek toy helmet on. <laughs> with the with the whirring light on the top.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, that would have been a little bit, well, <laughs> a little too early, too. But uh, no, it's nice seeing, like, like we talked about in the, uh, the earlier movie that you have, you have these actors that are so iconic nowadays. Yeah. Just being regular actors.
3: Yes. Well, being doing, doing, job just, act,
1: do, doing jobs. Yeah. Exactly. Doing jobs. Now. So. Oh, and by the way, even though we have spoiled, yeah, we have spoiled the endings of yeah. these two movies. Why the, it it does not take away from any of them, even though you know, because okay, so we we kind of highlighted, uh, uh, but. You, you you'll still enjoy these movies when you watch them oh even God, though you yes. know how they end yes because you, you basically know how every one of these movies end anyway so uh yeah no please 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 watch them
0: absolutely go back and watch them they, 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 because actually i think for both science fiction and for horror these you know the creature features are really important yes they're yep. really, really important, and them I think is very, very important, because what yeah, and it's a really good. Movie. Oh, and yeah, it's superb, it's superb because we get you know, don't forget this film made a ton of money when it came out. It did really, really well, yep, really, really well. And yes, okay, from I mean, I think it sort of took you nearly know, two point two million at the box office, which is in nineteen fifty dollars. You know, yeah. that, that, that's that's a hell of a lot of money.
1: Yeah, you know, it is.
0: So, where would you score this one?
1: Oh, wow. this is uh, higher than uh, uh than the other one. So, I I mean, and this is uh, the, it there's action, there's horror, there's uh there's comedy.
3: Yeah.
1: And uh so I would and again, the the acting is uh is actually way better in this one. Yeah. So yeah. I would oh, wow, uh This is definitely the up and the nine range for me.
0: I'd give it a nine. I'd give it a nine without a a shadow of a doubt.
1: I'd give it it a nine. It is... And and, and this one, you actually... Even though you have the close-ups of the ants in this one, it's not as ludicrous as uh, the black scorpion.
0: Yeah, they look like ants.
1: They do, yes. (laughs) And you see these mandibles in close-up, and they look ouch. They look like they could really... And I mean, I have actually been uh bitten by an uh, at once and it kind of it actually did hurt a little yeah bit.
0: well it, like you said so. you know it, it, the, the, the use, they use you know, they do use acid mm-hmm. um but yeah so, oh, it's, uh, it's just a wonderful it film it is, is a, a really film. really
1: good movie it's one you can go back to again and again and absolutely get little nuances here and there so uh peace so, yes.
0: thank you so much for being on and we've reached
1: an end again
0: we have. Thank you, and thank you for the Black Scorpion.
1: You're welcome, sir. I don't
0: know how I've got got on without
1: it. Because I'm sure there are others. Uh, (laughs) I haven't watched either, but uh, it's uh, it's fun, and I I like when I brought it up to you, and you said you haven't seen it. I thought, huh, there's an episode here.
0: Absolutely, absolutely, and I, I, you know, I have a real soft spot for these films. I love these films. They are. the gems and they're especially from
1: this time period because they're they're uh, endearing is a weird word to use for but i like movies from this era yeah yeah and especially the the big bugs or the creature features yes uh, yeah
0: absolutely peter thank you so much for being on i can't it's it's been great it's amazing it's great having you on as always as always And I'm sure you'll be back very, very soon.
1: Yeah, well, we have a list that apparently never never, never ends. (laughs) It's it's, ever growing. It's ever
0: growing. (laughs) Ever growing. Peter, my friend, thank you so much for being on. I really appreciate it. I'll speak to you soon.
1: Speak to you soon, man.
0: As always, I want to say a massive thank you to my co-host, Peter. Thank you so much for being on. It is awesome. It's always amazing to record with you. And thank you for bringing the, the Black Scorpion into my life. Thank you. It's a very strange sentence that I never, ever thought I would say. <laughs> okay. um, That's it for this week because, obviously, we did two movies so we could run a little bit long. So we'll catch you next time with What the Work You Watched. Um, again, as I say every week on the episode, I want to say thank you to everybody who listens um who's left some who's left us uh, re- your five star reviews who interacts with me on twitter on instagram and on facebook thank you so much it is so appreciated and if you want to leave us some five star reviews over on itunes to get our name out there that would be much appreciated or give us a follow on soundcloud always 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 welcome so folks we're still in a lockdown so remember look after each other Wash your hands, wear a mask, keep your distance, but be kind to each other. It's really, really rough out there. So, in the immortal words of Count Duckula, good night out there, whatever you are.